Welcome to Prem Athletics Radio. This is Coach Selena here with Coach Krista on our week three of our nutrition topics. Uh, last week we talked about uh, food substitutions and healthier options. Um, today we're going to kind of discuss our why appearance is not the most measurable indicator of health. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this one. Um, I feel like we did some good, uh, good briefing on what our personal standards are. Yeah. So I'm and excited. How we, we want to approach the topic yeah. of why appearance is not the best measure or indicator of health. Yeah. I think I, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, I agree. I think as level one coaches or any any CrossFit coach overall, I feel like that's kind of one thing that CrossFit dials in on um, is their definition of health. Um, if you want to pitch out that, what that definition is. Yeah. So CrossFit has, um, two definitions that are basically one and the same, their definition of health and definition of fitness. So if you, um, take your level one, or if you even look into CrossFit or Google anything about it, you'll see that their definition of, um, fitness is work capacity across broad time and modal domain. And then when you look at their definition of health, it's basically the same thing. So your work capacity across broad time and modal modal domain across your lifetime. So basically talking about um, how much work can you do? Can you do it in a short amount of time, a long amount of time? Can you do it with all different types of objects or with your body weight? And can you do that like for your lifetime? Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, a very general concept. But when we're talking about health and fitness, you know, uh, us as CrossFitters, I feel like that's it's very subjective, I guess, but that's a great measure of how healthy you are. Like, can yeah. you move large objects? Can you do gymnastics? Can you do yep. sprint workouts? Can you do, you know, 40-minute imams, which <laughs> sounds oh, horrific. Wow. Yeah. But, and then can you do that throughout your life? And that really shows how healthy you are. Yeah, I agree. I think that we are, we are open – our eyes are opened immediately in the level one and level two or whatever classes immediately of just like how simple it is, um, but how overlooked it can be. I, I feel like when people decipher their passion for fitness, it's kind of like immediately I want to uh, maybe be able to run a mile in a small mm-hmm. amount of time. But can you run that mile? Uh, in a shorter distance, but can you also do that and be able to lift heavier weight um, versus I can lift a ton of weight, but I'm, I'm going to run a 12 minute mile. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're kind of b- building all of that and bringing it into a balance. So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about a little bit today and how all of these, um, all of this and health and how 
our appearance overall isn't necessarily that definition. You may see someone across the street, they may be they may be skinny and, and small and what you'd ideally want to look like, mm-hmm. but do you know, are they healthy? What is, what are they? Can they run a five minute mile and do a 500 pound back squat? (laughs) What is your back squat? (laughs) Excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. Exactly. Um, So yeah, I think that that's, that's something to think about when you guys are looking at like your Instagram models or whatever, Mm -hmm. when you're scrolling and saying, Hey, I want to look like that person. Think about their lifestyle too. And what are you doing? Yeah. Um, And I, I guess, but before we did this, I didn't Google, maybe I should have, but like what the if you Google health, like what do you get when you Google health? I have no idea, but I really like CrossFit's definition of okay. health. It's super, like I said, it's kind of, well, I guess it's not really subjective because everything we do in CrossFit is measured. So you're measuring all of this. Like yeah. I said subjective before, but maybe I, um, I shouldn't have said that. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the health definition would be. And this is all I've known. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's made CrossFit va- lays it out very simply, and I think a lot of times people really overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were, I know we said we weren't going to touch on this, but we were touching on it before when we were talking before the podcast about like hormone imbalance and how people mm-hmm. think that oh I'm not losing weight because my hormones are off mm-hmm. or something like that when it's really just a lot more simple than that. Yeah, in almost all cases. Yeah, exactly. Like look at your day to day. What are you doing here? And and then you can kind of nitpick and pieces apart of just like things that you thought were were pretty pretty safe um but they were just bad habits when you add them all throughout your week Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think looking at all of the components of like your appearance um and and your measurements overall is going to be key to whether we're deciphering whether we're quote-unquote healthy um so going from that definition I think it's important also to talk about the 10 principles of fitness for CrossFit um So I'm going to read them off and then uh, we can kind of discuss them. So the 10 principles of fitness per CrossFit definition is cardiovascular and respiratory endurance, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. And I was just talking to Krista overall (laughs) and like before this podcast and I was like, this is the 10 principles of how to be a human being. How to be a healthy human. Yeah, Yeah. That's why I think they're... Definitions, although some of these words may be confusing, they're all super relatable. And this yeah. is what you need to do just to live your life. I mean, CrossFit's all about, you know, functional movements. And mm-hmm. can you move and be healthy? And, you know, one of the examples we were talking about is, you know, if, if you can no longer do a squat, then you can no longer sit on the toilet and go to the bathroom. And then you can no longer live on your own. Yeah, And, exactly. you know, encompassing all of these 10 principles allows you to to do that. Yeah, I agree. And like, I think when we start to take out like the ability to do them by ourselves, then that's that that takes out also the ability for your longevity of your life. Because mm-hmm. once you start to be able to not do that on your own anymore, then I would, it's now a uh, lifestyle compensation. So then we're kind of starting to fall off a little bit. So making sure that we are doing things nutrition wise, especially uh, with our habits and making sure that we are consistent within that to be able to uh, hold all of these 10 principles throughout our lifestyle. Yeah. And when we were talking about kind of all components of health, I think these 10 principles kind of fall into um, performance and like how you feel and move overall. But there's 
a lot of other components that go into that too, right? So we talked about obviously the the um, why you know appearance is not the best measure or indicator, but appearance definitely is one of those pieces that we look at. I mean, whenever we are with clients, we always take pictures of them, mm-hmm. so the progress photos, so you can see how they're how they look and how their bodies are changing. But we also we look at weight, and I think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on weight mm-hmm. as well. But when we look at weight, we're looking at you know, how much do you weigh? And of that, what portion is body fat and what portion is muscle mass? And I think those are really important indicators. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also look at measurements as well. So we'll, you know, measure their arms, their waist, their chest, um, hips, all of that. And kind of all of those components really factor in to your health. Yeah. Like uh, Krista was saying before, also your putting them all into one. You can't just take your weight and and decipher that as healthy. You can't just take your percentage of body fat and decipher that as healthy. Mm-hmm. You can't just take your muscle mass and decipher. Like you kind of have to put it all into one, decipher um, how you're feeling overall as a human being, whether it's working out, even if you're not working out, how do you feel throughout your day in your lifestyle? Are you crashing at lunchtime at work. Mm-hmm. It probably says something, whether it's your sleep or whether you kind of just drank and ate like crap the, ne- the next day, that's that's a huge tell. Yeah, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Are you like energized and ready to start yeah. the day? I mean, maybe a lot of people are Yeah, that's why. The second <laughs> they wake up. But I do, yeah, I do think that that's, a, that's very important to note is that you can't just take one of these, one of these components and, and label yourself yeah and I think you also can't just take these components at one point in time you have to measure them Mm -hmm. over time and see how you're tracking Mm -hmm. and compare them over time and also compare them to your goals and understand that with with different goals you're going to see different fluctuations and I think we'll get into that later yeah um but one of the things that I always try and call out with my clients is you know when when they get on the scale and maybe their weight didn't go down mm-hmm. or maybe it went up that's okay I mean mm-hmm. maybe that's okay like let's look at did your muscle mass go up and mm-hmm. did your body fat percentage go down yeah now if your muscle mass went down and your body fat percentage went up that's probably a, a different story um but we need to to look at all that is everything staying kind of the same or is mm-hmm. your muscle mass going up a little bit but you may be losing inches on your waist or you can mm-hmm. tell that your pictures look different and you're basically going through an entire body recomposition process. I think when a lot of people come in for nutrition coaching, typically the first goal is to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times that goal ends up changing. Yeah. At least for me, initially when I started CrossFit, like I wanted to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw how my body could change and I didn't actually need to lose weight, I was basically doing a full body recomposition. So my weight kind of stayed the same. But my muscle mass went up significantly, yeah, and my body fat dropped significantly, and I'm weighing the same, but I'm so much healthier because I can move larger loads, I can move quicker, mm-hmm. I am more agile, and I'm probably not more flexible. That's, <laughs> that's a whole other story. A whole other, we can talk a whole podcast about that. But generally, I mean, you need to look at at all of that and. I actually love when people come in first with a weight loss goal and then their goal changes after that. I agree. And they start, they're like, I want to get stronger mm-hmm. and I want to like build muscle and I don't care about losing weight. Like that to me is yeah. one of the best things when a client's kind of viewpoint changes. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think immediately it's, it's, 
it's almost inevitable that people are going to come in and, and either say, I want to lose weight or I want to be able to um, gain muscle depending on, on your, I feel like, it depends. I feel like this is a bold statement, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like mostly as, as men, that's their goal is to, I want to be able to build muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I have gotten a decent amount of clients who, who are women who are also looking, who also want that. But I do think that it's important to decipher what your actual weakness is yeah. and what, why are we feeling the way that we are feeling currently about our nutrition? Yeah. And I think also putting something into perspective for your clients to help maybe that help them think about it differently. Someone comes in and says, I want to lose weight. I think losing weight and losing body fat are two very different things because when you're losing body fat, you really need to focus on keeping your protein up so that you're not losing your muscle mass. And I think a lot of people say like, Oh, I want, I want to tone up. Mm -hmm. Well, toning up really means losing body fat and probably gaining some muscle. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you don't just tone up by just losing weight because you need to make sure you have sufficient protein to yeah. keep that muscle mass there. Yeah, I agree. I also, um, I think that cutting overall, I just feel like cutting calories in general is a safe bet for people. And that's like what they want to, they want to succumb to when they feel like they want to lose weight. Um, but I do think, look at it as a, as a guideline of, are we increasing weight or are we increasing our chance of disease? If you put it in, in simpler terms, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you helping your, like, are you gaining weight in a healthy way that we are fueling our bodies with, with good that promotes performance. foods that are unprocessed and X, Y, and Z, or are we, gaining weight to with our goal quote-unquote goal to be able to lift heavier but are we doing that in a process where we're just filling our filling our bodies and not really being mindful of how and what we're filling our bodies with like I do feel like there is some sort of um the do you remember the, the CrossFit continuum the Yes, but I can't picture it in my head right now. Way to put me on the spot. Sorry, you did this to me last time. <laughs> it's the sickness, well, wellness, fitness continuum. Yes. And I do feel yes. like there is a spectrum of a part where you'll be forced to decipher whether we're in that we're we're in that point of we are at this point now increasing our ability to, or decreasing our ability to maintain our fitness because we're filling our body with junk and mm-hmm. because we're becoming less, less immune, more immune, no, less immune <laughs> to sickness. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should maybe table that and do a whole different episode on that because I think a lot of what we talk about as coaches yeah. and on this, this podcast is about losing weight and getting more fit but I think there's a whole nother audience for how to gain weight and how to keep weight on and doing that sustainably and healthily yeah Yeah. well yeah yeah overall yes but I think making sure that you guys are being mindful of whichever end of the spectrum you are at we are we are making sure that we're being mindful of how we're doing we aren't our goal isn't gaining weight to gain up and just like filling our body with junk but also our goal is not to lose weight 
and just cut a bunch of calories because that's not the answer either. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys are interested in that as a, another podcast topic, uh, let us know. Yeah, because obviously my brain it. was spiraling into that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've kind of naturally segued into the next section here, but yeah. we're going to talk about um, some common thoughts on what uh, quote unquote being healthy means, I guess. We can touch on this, but within the CrossFit community, and then I guess more so, I think outside the CrossFit community. Um, and you, you touched on this a little bit, but I'll let you kind of jump into the the, the piece around just. When I talked skinny. enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> our job here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I yeah I think I've I've covered the the skinny isn't always healthy can't cut calories I, I but I do think. And I'm going to preface the BMI um, and talk a little bit about that. So the I BM- hate the BMI. Sorry, I, I just know. stole your thunder, but I hate <laughs> it so much. Selena, you talk. Wait, I just <laughs> want to say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do too. I always cry. If you ask any of my nutrition clients, like I, as soon as we start to cross it, I'm like, this doesn't even matter. And just literally most yeah. aggressive cross out ever. I don't cross it out, but I'm like, don't even look at yeah, this. I'm, I've been obese since I was like 10, according yeah, to BMI. Yeah, it's, okay, so if you guys are unfamiliar with what BMI is and what that factors in, it's it's weight versus height. Yeah, but it also st- stands for body mass index. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what that stands <laughs> for. But like <laughs> the factors that we're looking at are, are weight and height. And that's why that's not as measurable as all of the other things like body fat percentage, so on and so forth is because it's not taking into account your personal lifestyle. It's keeping it at like a a very generalized, generalized chart and nutrition and wellness and health for everybody is different. And that's, that's just very broad of a number to be able to look at and decipher off that number, how we're going to go about our path of, of, yeah, and I think especially as CrossFitters, I mean, like tooting our own horn here, but mm-hmm. we're typically more muscular than the average person you see on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So naturally, we're going to weigh more, and then BMI is going to tell us that we're overweight or, mm-hmm. in most cases, like obese, which is just totally insane. Yeah. But then someone who, like you said, skinny isn't always best, you know, Sally across the street who mm-hmm. has a six-pack and, you know, weighs 100 pounds – is going to say that she's healthy, yeah. but she only has a six pack because maybe she's not yeah. eating. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe it's just because she's super skinny and not actually healthy. Exactly. So Sally I, can't back squat 500 pounds. No, Sally cannot, but she can run a five minute mile. <laughs> maybe. But maybe. We don't really yeah, know. we don't know. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. We hate Sally. <laughs> just kidding. I am laughing because there is a Sally that I know. And we don't hate you, Sally. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Is there a member named Sally? Oh, Sally, I'm sorry. Not talking about you. (laughs) No, we love Sally. But yes, healthy Sally is the best. (laughs) Um, So yeah, just BMI overall, I feel like just being being mindful that that's not the the primary number we are looking at when we are looking at our health, if at all, honestly. Actually, side note, I went to um, the doctors a couple weeks ago and they obviously weigh you and they don't even measure you anymore. They just ask you how tall you are. And I'm like, oh, you're just going to rely on me. But I, don't have yeah. it. I don't know. But, and then um, at the end of the appointment, she like printed out a paper and she handed it to me. And it, I don't know if they give this to everyone, but she was like, you could take a look at this. And it was basically like, here's what your BMI is. And here's what you, and basically telling me I was obese. And like, here's how I can like start to like focus on that. And I was like, no. Yeah. No. And then, 
I am. I was very upset. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that process at all. Thumbs down. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I just I feel like that's a this also can be another a whole another topic. But I, yes, I don't think. Okay, if we look at Krista, <laughs> I and you, if if you know Krista as a coach, we I definitely for sure don't think that you are needing of help in terms <laughs> of how you. to eat healthy and and sometimes I need healthy. a little bit of help, like put down the slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need a little man in your shoulder, yeah. but um, yeah, I just I I think it's a yeah, just be take those things with a grain of salt when you go to the doctors when they hand you a paper and yeah. give you. X, Y, and Z tips of how to do whatever. Just Come be... to us for nutrition coaching and we'll take all yeah. your metrics and yeah. give you a real exactly. true picture. Exactly. The full foundation. Yes. Um, but we also naturally segue into <laughs> misinterpretations of of that, of said definition of, mm-hmm. of health, whether it's skinny or, or whether it's I need to be big and how do I do that. Um, so yeah, we can, we can get into that. Yeah, I think we touched... On a, a lot of these, I mean, just going into something with trying to lose weight as your main goal is is not always the best goal. And I t- touched on this a little bit about, you know, losing weight versus losing body fat. If you go into it and just cut your calories trying to lose weight, you're going to lose muscle mass, which as CrossFitters, I, I've never had anyone, not even as CrossFitters, but in general, I've never had anyone be like, I want less muscle. Yeah. I've never had anyone yeah, say I that, and either. I would, not, would hope that no one would ever say that, but yeah. you want to be conscious of how much muscle mass you have, and typically, people want to increase their muscle masking and get stronger, which in turn leads to better performance in the gym, hitting higher numbers, mm-hmm. um, You know, and also, if you're eating healthy and eating to fuel your body, you're going to have more energy, you're going to feel better yeah. um, overall. Yeah, I agree. I think um, energy level increase and decrease can be also a very big telling mm-hmm. teller of even if we're just kind of tuning the line of like what should I be doing that that is a huge I feel like that's almost the number one thing that I tell people when they're kind of deciding how much they should eat not deciding but figuring yeah. out what they how much they should eat being conscious of how you feel yeah it kind of goes into that. Um, mindful eating Mm -hmm. which I feel like is a great way to approach things but it's also at least for me very Mm -hmm. not frustrating or challenging but I'm like a very like macro person like I follow macros I really enjoy doing that Mm -hmm. and eating mindfully for myself can be really challenging but I think it's a great way to be in tune with how you feel yeah and like focusing on like having a plate of food in front of you and eating it slowly and eating until you feel full or like I think 80% full is like the the best way to approach it because then as you digest, like you feel mm-hmm. more full if you wait a few minutes after that. Yeah. And that can be very, very hard. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the, it's the slow part that's hard. <laughs> Eating slow. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. You've seen me. I've, I've, uh, I've just downed a plate, I feel like, very fast. <laughs> I've done that before, but it's, it's taking into account, allowing your body to tell you when it's, mm-hmm. when it's full um, and kind of figuring out where that point is where we are finishing our meal at maybe 80% full as opposed to, holy crap, I'm, I'm so right full. Now. Like, and then we're out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're in a food coma and we're not moving from the couch for 12 yeah. hours. So, like, 
I would say that would be a, a very good place to start is being mindful and not just being mindful of of what we're eating because I feel like that can be misinterpreted too because I feel like a lot of people just kind of think that they just need to eat salads all the time uh-huh. and and that's not what we're saying either but I think it's just being mindful in a sense of all right are we looking at our plate and then there's there's a vegetable source on there there's a a good source of carbs on there but we're not filling most of our plate with that most mm-hmm. of our plate is full with veggies and then we have a protein source on there as well at least four days four to six ounces yeah. and then looking at that checking that point off and then eating it where we are being mindful of one how we feel being mindful of whether this is something that is easily digestible mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and then from there how how do we feel for the rest of the yeah. day and is it enjoyable? Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, if, you, if you're if you on, like, a health fitness kick, like, chicken, broccoli, and rice. Yeah. But, like, everyone make, knows the make, chicken, broccoli, rice. <laughs> make it enjoyable. Yeah. We, I definitely want to do another um, podcast on, like, meal prepping and things like that. But mm-hmm. there's plenty of ways. And we talked about this a little bit in the last yeah. podcast. If you yeah. guys didn't listen, go back into our Healthy Swaps podcast. But there's so many ways to make like pretty boring meals really delicious. Yeah. And I we agree. can help you with that. I agree. Yeah. And and it's all about what what you're inevitably giving your body to provide for you, whatever you're providing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but kind of going back into it, a little bit of a tangent there, okay. but going back into some of the other um physical risks of just looking to simply lose weight. Um metabolism Mm -hmm. is a big thing right and like your metabolism (laughs) metabolism naturally um you know uh being lowered or or fluctuating because you're not fueling your body appropriately that's like a a big piece of it um i i'm gonna nitpick on like so if if for those of you who don't necessarily know what you what we mean by changes in, in your metabolism if you think about um, one day, uh, starting the week that you all of a sudden want to start eating healthy or start losing weight or whatever your goal is. And then throughout the whole weekend, you were, you were kind of going on your, on your kick of eating whatever you wanted. Um, over time, that's going to start to change your body and how your body processes things. Um, so if we start losing, if we start just cutting our calories immediately for X amount of time, the moment we start to increase it and we are no longer at a sustainable rate with what we are intaking for food, we will quickly start to gain that weight back. And then that kind of changes how our body is going to store our fat, um, going to store weight, so on and so forth, which again could be a whole nother topic, but that's kind of what we mean by um, making sure that you guys are keeping your your food intake at a at a pace that is going to be maintainable and sustainable for your body to adapt to those changes mm-hmm. as well. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I was going to talk about like other other factors of, of health that can be impacted, your immunity, your endurance, your cognitive function. I think cognitive function is a big one. If you ever like don't eat for a long time and you start getting like dizzy and foggy, mm-hmm. like that is literally the worst feeling. Yeah. 
ever. I agree. And that's one that's like so obvious, at least for me, mm-hmm. like when I'm really hungry and I start yeah. like not being able to focus on yeah. things. Right. That's a huge one. Hangriness. Yeah. And also like if we're not fueling our body appropriately, especially in CrossFit, we have an increased risk of injury because we're not, we're tired. We don't have a lot of energy yep. and we just have a bigger risk of, of hurting ourselves. Yeah. That is, oh, that is a whole nother topic. But yes. <laughs> yes. You, that is a huge one that I feel like is underrated. Like if you, if, just quick side note, um, if you are one that you feel you are getting injured quite frequently, I do encourage you to evaluate your lifestyle. And I feel like that was a very bold and, and, and statement. I might get a little bit of an eye roll, but are you sleeping a good amount of time? Are you eating the way you're supposed to? Are you fueling yourself? And are you also giving yourself recovery time? Okay. Recovery is a huge one. Yeah. That I feel like people talk about but people also think like oh if I work out seven days a week mm-hmm. like I'm just working out harder than everyone but mm-hmm. no recovery is a huge thing I think um Tyler and Levi talk heavily heavily mm-hmm. about recovery in their mm-hmm. podcast um, yeah yeah a couple sessions ago so yeah. that was a really great one to listen to um but I think one of the huge risks here that is not talked about enough is the mental risk mm-hmm. of not fueling your body appropriately and eating enough um and that just goes into really creating unhealthy habits and um, with food in general, un- unhealthy relationships with food and thinking that, you know, a lot of people don't understand that they can eat carbs or that you can have a quote unquote unhealthy meal once in a while. It's really all about balance mm-hmm. and um, kind of, you know, your mental health as well. Because I agree. Our I... mental health can easily easily lead to their poor physical health i agree i uh i actually listened to a podcast uh earlier this week with ec singowski oh i love her yeah and the consistency project yes yes that's a great if you guys are super nutrition nerds or food nerds the consistency mm-hmm. project is a great podcast she gets pretty sciencey sometimes mm-hmm. but she's awesome yeah i i took a little tidbit and it was um <clears throat> separating the three topics of weight versus health versus worth and I think we can start to lose our focus and start to fall into a rabbit hole when we start interchanging all of that and it's important to kind of take a step back and and realize how different all of those are Mm -hmm. how we are we can't just look at weight we can look at it as a factor and kind of measure that but we can't look at it as a way of deciphering our worth and we Mm -hmm. can't also which is the whole purpose of this podcast is taking our weight and and labeling that as healthy as well Mm -hmm. so just being mindful of it's okay to have balance and it's okay to take it slow and and kind of listen to your body and take the time to figure it out I feel like a lot of people put a lot of pressure on kind of just having the answers when they start to go into nutrition, mm-hmm. but that's what nutrition coaches are there for. That's why that's a, that's a resource. Um, they have a bunch of resources where you can kind of dive into it a little bit, but it's, it's mainly just developing habits and going from there. I just went on a tangent. No, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. And I agree with you. And something that you touched on a little bit is you can be the perfect, I mean, quote unquote perfect everyone's definition of perfect is going to be different but you can have you know a great weight you can have a ton of muscle you can be super fit and hitting prs and all this stuff 
But if you have crappy mental health, like that is going to catch up to you Mm -hmm. very quickly. Mm -hmm. And once that does catch up to you, it's going to impact everything that you're doing. Yeah. And then that's where that that mental or and poor relationship with food happens. Mm -hmm. If you already have a, a poor mental state to begin with, once you start dialing in and honing in on that food and and you're not necessarily and you're kind of almost using it as a coping mechanism because you have control over it mm-hmm. then that's when you start to fall off and i feel like that's a, that's important to note that they're de- very different things um you can't you can't go to food to make you happy yeah or restrict your food because you feel like you have control yeah over or, yeah exactly or restrict your food be- in order to keep you happy and feeling like you are in control um yeah. but yeah yeah i wanted to note that because I felt like that was a pretty good that was a pretty good statement that I feel like a lot of people don't realize is that we start to interlock them all and and it that's not what this is yeah and this is I know this podcast was supposed to be about mental health but just personally for me this is something that I've been struggling with a lot recently and I found myself beating myself up more than I was being happy with how I was performing and I was just being really hard on myself. And so I needed to, I needed to just dial it back Mm -hmm. and I decided, you know, I'm going to do a full deload week at the gym. I'm going to scale every workout. I'm going to scale the, the weights and just like go slower and just move and give myself a little bit of a break and stop putting so much pressure on myself to always hit a certain number or hit a certain time on a wad or or anything and mm-hmm. and I feel I mean it was only a week but I feel like so much better already and yeah. sometimes you just need to like take that little bit of a yeah a break I agree I think I do think it can be a wake-up call to to kind of go through it and and decipher those bad habits that we've kind of got gotten off track of and we start to get overwhelmed but it is important to kind of if you feel that red flag coming on that that we should take a step back and make make things a little bit more simple for for you. It doesn't need to be this whole project and this whole thing all immediately at once. Um, that's I feel like there's um, a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves when we start to do even things like a a nutrition challenge. <laughs> oh. Wow, way to call me out. <laughs> Uh, Chris is uh, Chris is doing a nutrition challenge for the coaches, and I am not calling her out currently. <laughs> but I do think sometimes that like we we can start to like freak out and be like, I just like I really want to do this, and we start to like go full send right out of the gate, mm-hmm. and I that's where that's where the problems lie. Um, yeah, big big uh, uh, what's it called <laughs> tangent on mental health. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a little. Future Selena, you are not going to go full send on this nutrition challenge. <laughs> Take it easy. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is also important to note that, I mean, you touched on a little bit. You gave your, your side of being able to um, say that as coaches, we also struggle. I, oh, yeah. We can't just sit here and say, like, we can. We are. <laughs> We're, we are sitting here and saying, like, all of this, and it is it is pretty easy to say these things, but easy, like easier said than done. Like we yeah. know the knowledge, but also I would be lying myself if like I haven't struggled in the past with food or my relationship with food and, and kind of like a, 
I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I, in the past, prior to coaching, I've, I had an eating disorder. And I do think that going through that kind of made me aware of what factors I need to be looking at mm-hmm. and not necessarily looking at society standards and, and defining that as my definition of, of health or my definition of my worth. And I think that it's important to note that and kind of listen to yourself, listen to your body, get yourself the resources that you need to, in order to get yourself going onto the right track. Do you feel like going through those challenges yourself has made you more aware and has given you an advantage in being a nutrition coach because you've seen that side of things? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's very under talked about. Um, especially right off the bat, I think eating disorders and just like poor habits with nutrition can easily spark up as soon as we start to talk about it. If you start, if you have that mindset of all or nothing, take a step back, know that about yourself and really dial in and take things slow. And I think when I am approaching a client that has that all or nothing mindset, I am very slow in, in my introduction and how I want to make sure that I'm going or that I want to make sure that I'm going about our approach correctly because I think I think you're not going to be aware of it and I think I've always told people right off the bat when you start your nutrition journey I think it's important to work with a coach just so that you have someone else that's kind of rooting for you but also kind of keeping you accountable of how you should be going about these Mm -hmm. things um, rather than being hard on yourself because it's also easy to do that yeah that all or nothing is definitely something that I've struggled with in the past and that's you know you can't have one bad meal and be like oh crap my week is ruined and Mm -hmm. then everything's down like yeah down down the the toilet yeah Yeah. exactly and then continue that that for the next day so that's also a thing of like I had a bad meal I'm gonna go for the rest of the day because like I did it might as well and it's like no it was one bad meal and you can you can turn that around yeah, cut yourself some slack for one bad meal, but don't have pity on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. oh, one bad meal, and now yeah. I'm, I ruined it. Just gonna yeah. kind of eat McDonald's for the rest of the week. Yeah, exactly. Now we're three months in, and <laughs> here I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to note that that even even though we are coaches, we understand your struggle a little a little bit. Um, we've we've gone through it ourselves, obviously. So so also being open minded, not open minded, open and vulnerable with your coaches is totally okay too. Mm-hmm. like me me and Krista are pretty open to hearing any any issues that you have and if you feel like you are kind of in that spot where you're starting to give yourself a lot of pressure tell us and that's going to make us a better resource for you as well like mm-hmm. the more that information that we know the better we'll be able to help you yeah if you're not telling us we can't read your mind mm-hmm. and maybe there's something that you don't know if you should tell us but you never know if it could be helpful. Like, oh, that doesn't really matter. You know, I've been feeling a lot of pressure mm-hmm. with X, Y, Z. Like, let us know that and we can help work that into our plan that we're creating for you. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily nutrition coaching that's becoming overwhelming. If it's like your training and your in your work and your lifestyle at home, let us know. Yeah. We are totally open to making a plan for you that is going to give you balance. We're not here to just tell you to eat this this and that Mm -hmm. um 
the, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, I think, is, is making sure that you are healthy overall, not just eating healthy. Yeah. Your work capacity across broad <laughs> little domain across your lifetime. <laughs> Perfect way to cap it off. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like this. This was fun. <laughs> I, uh, I think we will continue to do these types of topics as long as you guys are here to listen. Um, I think we're yeah. probably, this is probably a long one. Tell me, tell me over there what that is on the number. <laughs> I don't know. We're almost at we're almost at forty minutes. Oh, so. okay. Oh, not too bad. <laughs> hopefully, you guys enjoyed, and we didn't bore you for forty minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, our tangents weren't <laughs> weren't too awful. I think yeah, like Selena said, we'll continue to do um, topics like this, but um, also continue to work in some of those specifically nutrition related topics and food things and whatnot. So, yeah. thank you guys for for joining us, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Bye.